everybody. Welcome to the PR Podcast. Give you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and out of the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morgan's intros are always the best. Yeah. <laughs> His signature, hello, hello. Yeah. Hello, hello. He almost didn't want to do it. It's, it's funny. Um, I don't know if you guys caught in one episode. I couldn't. My tongue didn't say it. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> No one caught it except you. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Long night of uh, pineapple and chocolate eating. Yeah, it's too much. (laughs) Woke up next morning. Said no one ever. Lazy tongue. (laughs) Um, So, uh, so day twelve today of the burger challenge. Yeah, we've almost made it halfway, Mm -hmm. and uh, and we're we're going strong. I I feel I feel pretty good. How do you guys? how, How do you feel? Good, good. The day this airs will be halfway done. So the day this airs will be day fifteen. Out of 30. Yeah. Shout out to the people who are participating with us as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool seeing everybody post their burgers. I know. It's it's cool in a I don't I don't know if it's a good thing, but it's pretty cool <laughs> seeing people eat their burgers. So thank you guys for participating. Yeah. And joining us on this journey. Mm-hmm. So Joseph, I know you've been making your burgers at home now. Yeah. How do you like it? Uh, I like it. Um, you know, getting like the in and out burger. Compared to like a homemade burger, like they're both good in their own ways, you know. Like I started doing more homemade when I seen Annie started doing more more homemade burgers, and I was like, dang, okay, that does look pretty good. So I bought um, a ninety three percent lean ground beef, and I started just make my own burgers with that, with like like pepper jack cheese and a bunch of romaine lettuce, uh, no E. coli, all that, <laughs> um, and like with the um, with the brioche buns. Mm. Man, the, those those buns, I could just <laughs> I could just eat those buns by themselves. <laughs> Hundred percent agree. All day, all day, all day. Bun eater. Yes. Wow. You should get t-shirts. <laughs> Is that before or after the pineapple and chocolate? <laughs> that's that's before the pineapple and chocolate. That's dessert. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the t-shirt idea though. Yeah, like that'll be em. your uh, reward after the thirty days. Oh, certified that's bun a good eater. idea. Yeah, certified. Certified bun, bun is, eater. Is that an idea for a shirt? I think that is an Who idea. Who threw that out there? You did? Uh, it was a it group was effort. Yeah. yeah. I was genius. like, let's do t shirts. Put some buns on there. Yeah. Certified <laughs> bun eater. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. great. I can see some like let's win- do it. window stickers. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's a, man, that's genius, actually. All right, uh, let's cut that part out so no one gets that idea. <laughs> yeah, no, <it> <laughs> let's just order them as soon as we stop yeah, We'll discuss that off air. Yeah. So right. it's kind of nice making them at home because you could, like, tweak every detail, like all the ra- like the meat-to-bun ratio, the toastiness of your bun. Mm. That's the and, best part. And on top of that, uh, unfortunately, I don't have an In-N-Out sponsorship um, <laughs> because if In-N-Out wanted to fund this, hint, hint, I have a, I would have no problem eating and out every single day. Every day. Every day. 30 days. Maybe more. Uh, one of your athletes, Morgan, he uh, works at in and out I, I seen him at the gym. Oh, he, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I seen him at the gym the other day, and uh, he's seen that we're doing the burger challenge. And um, he was like, oh, you know, you get your your, your buns at in and out like double toasted. And he was like, give me a little little tweaks on how to mm-hmm. get a better in and out burger. Really? I thought, oh. A little jealous. He didn't tell me about that. So well, you, you're, you've been going to the habit. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, neither of them pay me, you know. So, <laughs> so I get go, to choose I where, where I go. <laughs> some days I'll have in and out. Some days I'll have the habit. It is what it is. Yeah, I only did habit that one time, the first time, and after that I was like, yeah, it ain't for me. It ain't for me. In and out all day. My sister was the one who told me about the toasted, like double toasted bun. She gets extra lettuce, extra tomato because they like give you a bunch. And uh, yeah, like all the I mean, I'm sure there's like a bunch of like little. Yeah, I get the uh, the chopped chilies with a whole grilled onion, mm. double toasted bun. Yeah. You're thinking. I'm hungry. I'm thinking right <laughs> so now. I'm trying to think time. of that burger that I think it's called the Dutch burger. Oh, where it's just um, it's just, it's just like patty cheese? and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the the um, Dutchman or something like that. Right. Something like that. I don't know. I think it's, it's like the Dutchman. Oh, flying Dutchman. The flying Dutchman. Flying That's Dutchman. what it is. Yeah. But that wouldn't qualify as a burger for us because we There's need no the buns. buns. Yeah, you need bread. Yeah. Certified bun eaters. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Every that. day for thirty days, <laughs> eating them buns. That is so me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> what about you, Annie? How, how's your uh, burgers? Oh, they're good. They're good. Um, I've been doing a lot of homemade ones, so I'm excited. We're gonna go eat after this, though. We're gonna try Burger I Am. Burger. So, how do you say it? So, burger. <laughs> it, I thought it was Burger Rim. <laughs> oh, there's no R in there. The, I mean, the, well, the the I am are capital, so it's separate. But that's what I heard, oh, okay. but I don't know. Yeah, I saw um our boy Jim Dizzle. He posted uh, that he had it, and he's he said they're well. I think he had like a, a three. Like you can get them, they're like sliders, but he said they're like big sliders. Um, but then that way you can sample like the different meats and like I don't know flavor combos they have. Look good. I'm well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out for this. <laughs> we gonna learn today. 75 hard where you at i don't know You're like 50 you gotta be like what 50 by now probably yeah yeah because i'm yeah after a week after the arnold i finished so it's almost here i'm like two weeks out from the arnold so i'm three That's weeks crazy. i should be done <laughs> yeah it happened it felt like it happened fast yeah two weeks out from probably one of the biggest stages in powerlifting uh i would yeah i would say as far as hype goes, it is the biggest stage for powerlifting. Yeah. 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 I, look forward, I look forward to you winning that. Yeah. Same. It's going to be fun. I look forward to just actually PRing on the platform. It's been a while. Well, we all, we talked about it too. Like we're going to have like Annie's like uh, master certification hung up yeah. in here. We're going to have my Olympia yeah. medal and then we're going to have your. I'll have my medals. Your my first, second place medal. My third place no, medals. No, 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 no. We're going to have your new <laughs> first place Arnold medal in here. <laughs> Well, yeah. so we shall see for sure. Oh, but we'll my, my my American record certificates, I'm going to bring them oh, to yeah. Hey. yeah. Yeah. I mean. Oh, that looked real nice on this wall. Like, um, if, but if you don't win, like, don't come back. Okay. No, we need him. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is his space. That's my son, man. Nah, never. I, don't, I love you no matter what, bro. You're always a winner right here. My heart. It's okay. But before we move on, <laughs> you guys totally skipped my burger. I'll go for it. My burger. Um, yeah, your input. posts are like... You guys, You're too professional. So you, yeah. guys know. so you guys remember when I said that I hated making my own burgers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I love it now. Ooh. I'm getting so... Like I'm looking up recipes uh-huh. to get creative. So I took a picture, but it didn't come out that great. So I'm going to do it again. But I saw a burger online where you make a circle like a hole in the middle of the burger patty mm-hmm. and you crack an egg in there. Uh. And then when you cook it and you bite it, there's yeah, like yeah. The, the egg yolk comes out. Ooh. So I did that version with peanut butter again. Oh my God. It's, it's the best burger Game changer. I've done so far. Yeah. <laughs> you lost me at peanut butter. Hey, yeah. don't knock it till you try it, bro. I'm knocking it. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> and then the other day I also made a turkey burger, but I had to bind it with egg whites. Okay. Yeah. Right. It tasted good, but it, looked, it didn't look that great. Yeah, it was all gray. Okay. It was all white. Uh, white and gray. White. Like, <laughs> I didn't... Off white. But it's, it's been good. Yeah. Um, I put... The next one I'm going to do is a ham with some pineapple on it. Oh, like a Hawaiian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get look good with you. it. I want to make a pizza burger. I'm going to get creative with it. Like, how, how's the pizza burger? Like, mozzarella and Mozzarella, pepperoni. pepperoni. Ooh. Yeah. Get that protein. Put some salt chicha on there. My mind oh. is expanding right now. I'm yeah. so impressed. Yeah, because I mean, if you're gonna do it for 30 days, might as well get creative. Yeah. I'm a creative person at heart, so you are. I need to get creative with everything that I do. That's true. And I'm very repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm totally okay with eating the same burger over and over and over and over again. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about my burgers. Because cool. I'm enjoying the process now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first, only the first like two or three days was was really tough <laughs> because like you're like, oh shit, I still got like, you know, 27 days left of this. And then yeah. you start trying out different burgers, different places. And you're like, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good. Yeah. And we are learning. This is a learning experience. Yeah, because yeah, for me is like I, w- I didn't want to go buy burgers all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I think just because I wasn't prepared, like if I'm not prepared and I don't know what I'm doing, I get anxiety. I hate not being prepared or having a plan. So I was like, damn, yeah. this is going to suck. Because I didn't even, we, we didn't know we were going to do it until Annabelle. She basically said, hey, guys, we're going to do this starting Monday. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> which, was, which was which was the, the next better. day. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was editing the podcast, I was like, oh, damn, 
<laughs> I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. And that's how I am. I'm and ready. that's why I ended up doing these fucking breakfast burgers. Because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I prepared. I think the first few days, like, we all, like, glitched yeah. a little. Like, we're like, oh, like, I, yeah. I think I did in and out. But I, I was kind of looking forward to that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Good thing is yeah. I live close to in and out and my work is close to a different in and out. So, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm safe. Nice. So today we're going to be going over a Q and some Q and A's that we received through Instagram. Um, who has them pulled up and wants to read off the first one? Um, I have them. So uh, I'll go with. So we asked people if they wanted to or if they didn't mind having their name announced, then uh, they were going to comment if they preferred to stay anonymous. It was a DM or a sticker like they answered on our little sticker. So the first. uh comment was from just a little underscore strength this is a long question so let's <laughs> like pay attention to all, all right. the different let's, parts let's t- uh, test out your reading skills <clears throat> many of us when we have an injury we tend to get scared and sometimes not try as hard or stop trying in a particular exercise for example lower back injury i know a few people that have injured their lower back while deadlifting slash squatting and just never tried deadlifting or squatting again for fear of getting hurt. If I, for one, have injured my lower back twice in the year 2019, and I got to say that's the best thing that's happened to me. Anyways, my question is, (laughs) what do you recommend people do upon injury? How should someone approach the fact of getting injured? In parentheses, he put mental state. Uh, does an injury define one's motivation or dedication toward their goal? And what's the difference between motivation and dedication? Man, so <clears throat> I think an injury really brings out the true character of a person when it comes to their goals. Um, when I got injured when I was about 17, I, I tore my shoulder. And I went to the doctors, got an MRI done, and I had a partial tear in my labrum, a partial tear in my rotator, and another tear in my rotator, but the one was, that one was a major. And they pretty much suggested me to stop working out and get the surgery and get the tears fixed. And that was one thing I just wasn't willing to do because they wanted me to sit out for almost six months. 17 years old, I was like, that's going to be horrible. Six months out, major sh- shoulder uh, surgery, uh, that just wasn't in the plans. And so I was like, as long as I can move my arm, I'm going to do what I can. And hopefully I could work around it. And as I get older, hopefully there'll be better alternatives to repairing this this injury. Um, so I basically had to relearn how to lift. I think that's what he means when he says he hurt his back. It's probably the best thing that ever happened to him in the sense of I'm assuming that's the reason why is that it forced him to relearn how to perform his lifts. If I force him to learn proper technique, because when I hurt my shoulder, it was due to improper technique. I was lifting young and I was just young and dumb, throwing weight up. And so it forced me to learn how to re-bench press, how to retract my scapula, you know, keep the shoulders behind the chest and press with the chest and not the and not the delts. So I'm assuming that's what he means. Yeah. So I haven't had serious injuries, but I've like tweaked my low back. Um a couple like neck things, like unracking the rack from a bench press just because my arms are short. Um, but I think I agree. Like it kind of, depending on what your goal is with the lift or which whatever like your injury is, like I think you'd approach it by figuring out, okay, like why, what caused this? Like did I not warm up or prime like thoroughly enough? Did I go a little bit too aggressive? Um was my focus off? Was my, um, the weight off? Like, you know, so you kind of have to gauge like how you can, I don't know, like fix it. Um, but I do, I do get that. Like, cause when I, I think the most recent one was like, I tweaked my low back and I kept like testing and testing and like kind of getting closer to trying to deadlift again. It was during a deadlift, a conventional deadlift and I pull sumo typically. So, um, and it was early in the morning. I know I was rushing because I had to get to work, so I didn't warm up as much as I usually do. But I think that's what it is. Like I knew I'm like I'm not gonna not deadlift again. So I just had to make sure, like, okay, like what caused this? Like I ended up d- 
deciding, like, I don't know, this could be true or not, but I think my hamstrings were tight, like they usually are. So, and I didn't spend enough time. So now it's like I reinforced that from now on, like I'm really warming up my hamstrings (laughs) before I deadlift or do any, or, or squat or um, any kind of similar motion. Yeah, forces you take those extra precautions. And I think the biggest problem I have when people get injuries is they completely stop working out. They just stop cold turkey. And it's like, if you hurt your shoulder, well, guess what? Every day's leg day now. <laughs> Go in there and, and learn how to work around it, work, work muscles. But that doesn't mean just because you have an injury to completely stop. And if you have an injury, like a really severe back injury, to which obviously that can stop you from doing a lot of lifts, well, you know what? That's time to work. It's time to work on your nutrition then. Like that doesn't mean to just let yourself go and get sloppy and completely give up on everything you worked so hard for so far. Like don't let those results go. You know, master something else in the meantime. So I really like this question because I'm a stranger to injuries. <laughs> I've been injured several times. You know, so um, for example, just in this me prep alone, mm-hmm. I've been I suffered a quad strain. A little bit over a month ago so to the point where i couldn't go up my stairs at the house so it was like damn i don't know i gonna be able to go to the arnold and then two weeks after that i ended up having a pec strain and i was like okay what the what's going on here yeah and i've been injured in the past before but i think Sometimes it just happens. Like for my my instance, one of them I know that week sleep was not the greatest, and I have so much. So one thing you need to do also every time you get injured is keep like track of what you're doing, mm-hmm. kind of build your own data. And in the past, I know that when I've been injured, it usually happens when I have high levels of stress or I'm not getting enough sleep. And in this time, when I got injured for my quad, sleep that that week was just horrible. It was non-existent and I ended up getting hurt. And like you, I felt tightness because obviously I wasn't recovering. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, as I keep going, I'll, I'll be fine. My, my body will warm up and yeah, I've done this before. no big this deal, is, yeah. but no, it didn't, it didn't happen. I ended up straining my quad. Uh, but then there's other times like when I strain my pec, it just, it just happens like no, for no reason. It just, sometimes mm-hmm. it just happens. Um, but now I'm, I'm seem to be pretty much recovered i'd say about 80 percent clear so i've been able to kind of work around it and just push through it uh, but what you have to do is kind of like you guys said reevaluate and look at okay what am i doing wrong is my technique off um am i going too hard am i because a lot of people want to do more and more and more so mm-hmm. maybe you're doing way too much volume maybe when you hit a certain threshold of volume you start getting injured take that into consideration look at your past Injuries. So, like, if you've gotten injured twice, you've hurt your back twice. Look at the first time. How much work was I doing? How much training was I doing? Uh, what was I doing outside the gym? What kind of job do you have? Uh, Where your, was your sleep good? All that stuff. Put it together and just kind of just take a seat back and just really look at what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. maybe you could avoid those those things uh, because perhaps you're not getting enough recovery. If you are doing too much work or too much volume, your recovery is not on point. Like me, maybe your sleep was not on point. Uh, your nutrition is not on point. So you have to look at all these little things yeah. so you can minimize the injury from happening again. And if you cover all those bases and it happens again, I mean, at least you know you took care of everything. For the most part, when it happens, I know I'm guilty of it. It's because there was something I wasn't taking care of. And I just kind of like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Especially when I was younger, I was like... It's no big deal. I got yeah. this. But now as I get older, it's like, okay, I got to make sure everything's on point because I don't want to miss time from the gym. Yeah, That's older and like more wisdom. That's yeah. wiser. Um, I've told a couple of friends who like just have started getting into lifting because um, one of them like kind of tweaked their upper back and it was during a deadlift. And um, I kind of said the same thing. I was like, and, and I think I said this in a podcast before, like if you're going to be lifting for a long time and you just fall in love with it, like injuries are kind of like part of the package deal, like serious or not. Like, you know, you might have like a little tweak and it'll go away the next day or like it can take you out like from doing a specific exercise for a while. But um, I just said the same thing, like, okay, like on your warm up sets, were you feeling good? 
like, were you feeling warmed up enough? Were you feeling ready to do this lift? Or you just got this weight last week and you just went right to it because you sh- you assumed, you know, mm-hmm. this week should be different or the same. But, um, and that's what it was. It was, she was feeling a little bit of tightness, like, on her warm-up sets and she ignored it. She's like, no, this is, like... Which I can't blame her. Like, she's like, it's too much fun. Like, it's too much fun to lift heavier weights and like push PRs, newbie gains, right? So she was like obsessed. I was like, yes, girl. But then I was like, okay, no, but you have to like pay it its like respect too. Yeah. And that's the thing about like weightlifting is injury is almost always going to happen. Like, you could take all the precautions in the world to go warm up, you get the proper sleep, you could have the perfect technique, but you can't ever prevent injury from happening you could only lower the chances of it happening mm-hmm. and so when it does happen you have to be prepared and like morgan said you have to realize like what caused this like if you keep pulling your back over and over and over again on the mm-hmm. same workout then yeah. <laughs> like you know figure out what you're doing wrong maybe it's time to strengthen your rectors in a different way or maybe it's time to you know stop rounding your back yeah <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know whenever work you're deadlifting and so that was my problem was I tweaked my back when I was like 23 and I couldn't even put my socks on after I was, I was terrified for like three days. My back was just so tight. And I had realized when I was doing the over under grip, I was slightly leaning or twisting as I was coming up and it caused me to put too much strain on the right side of my back. And so now I do double, double overhand grip on my deads and it completely eliminated that problem. Yeah. So I would say depending on the type of injury, whether it's major or minor, um, First thing you want to do is go seek professional help from someone that knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get that checked, you want to, depending on what they tell you, from my experience, because I've been to a doctor many times, <laughs> they always tell you you have to work it. You have to work the area. So don't avoid it. Don't do nothing. So, for example, when I had strained my quad and my pec, I was still doing isometric isometric. Um, lunges to kind of work the area get some blood in there uh same for my chest i wasn't able to bench because so i would push it and when i would hit like a a certain level of pain threshold like say like a five or eight depending on there i would stop and just try to push it to where i feel the pain i'm like okay i'm gonna stop here and then at home i would be doing push-ups watching like tv or something just to get some blood in there because that wouldn't hurt it but i would get blood in there so the more you work the area the faster it's going to recover that seems to be the trend so make sure you're not babying it so much yeah but again go seek professional help but from experience i could tell you the worst thing you could do is not do it again and that right there answers the last part of the question that is dedication over motivation yeah yeah because if you're motivated you get injured Motivation usually goes away and you sit on your ass and do nothing. But if you're dedicated, you're going to go seek professional help and you're going to find the solution and get that shit fixed. And so it doesn't happen again. Or you're going to learn to work around it and you're going to learn some some new techniques and you're going to get smarter from it. That's dedication. Yeah. And it could be an injury can be demotivating, demotivating because say you're making progress, your 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 body's changing, you're getting stronger mm-hmm. and then something comes up and you just stop. Yeah, it can be demotivating but at the same time it could be you know a blessing in disguise like you learn something from it and then in the future you won't get maybe injured even worse if it wasn't such a big injury because you take a step back and you look okay what am i doing wrong what could i fix Uh, at the same time maybe your body just needed a deload some people never take a deload so (laughs) it kind of your body telling you hey you're gonna chill for like two weeks guess what (laughs) you know but it shouldn't stop you though it should just be like okay let me work around this and do something else. Yeah, and I think all this talk of injury, like this is not at all to deter anybody from lifting because, I mean, I I feel like that has happened or that can happen, but what's even worse than being injured from lifting weight is being injured from being weak. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've said that before too. (laughs) You don't want to stop lifting because a lot of injuries happen outside the gym when you're going grocery shopping you bend over to pick up the bags and pull your back or something so it's better to be strong and have your body prepared for movements like that than doing nothing yes so what do we have for question number two so this question i'm not sure if the person wanted to be mentioned or not so i'm not going to mention it is 
Would love to hear a podcast on your guys' view on marijuana for recovery or even just recreational use. Would it negatively affect my training slash gains? First of all, I'm going to say this. Marijuana is a plant. And we all know vegetables are good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Greens are good for you. Next question. (laughs) Now, what are your your guys' thoughts on this? Or you guys have any input on this? I have zero. I've never smoked weed before. You've never looked into the research of marijuana? I've never needed to since I've never done it. It's just something I've... That's surprising to me. Just because every supplement out there or whatever you've either taken or looked at <laughs> yeah so i was like okay just a little something about this yeah. yeah i've i've never taken the time to look into it um yeah never smoked a day in my life weed okay yeah what about you annie annie i have i have um recreationally never specifically for training but um back when i was doing uh crossfit i had a friend who uh, she was doing CrossFit with me. Oh, okay. Who's going to let that happen, I guess? Go ahead and continue. Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't get injured doing CrossFit. We just lost some uh, <laughs> listeners. No, every, time, every, time cool, it, every time I mention it. Every time I mention it. Just kidding. Um, but she was a like, regular smoker. Like She was a little bit of a pothead. Mm. But for her... Like prepping to, I mean, like getting ready to go do like a hard workout. Um, she would smoke like a couple hours before. Um, and for her, her anecdotal like reasoning was because it lowered her anxiety, like about performing, about like doing good du- during the workout and maybe helped her focus or just relax and like be able to focus on the workout. Um, yeah, but. I myself have never used it um, for training or anything related to fitness or health. I mean, I've heard slightly different reviews. Some people say it gives them a better mind-muscle connection. And other people, I've heard that it just knocks them out of the mind-muscle connection. (laughs) And they just don't want to be at the gym. Yeah. So I don't know exactly much of the science of this. But I am going to say I would assume that since marijuana puts you to sleep right so for i'm gonna use myself as an example so right now with training it's very tough and it's hard and sleep is hard to come by just because my body is super stressed right so when i'm peaking for a meet my sleep is very inconsistent i wake up in the middle of the night i don't i wake up and i don't feel rested so if water you know, was allowed marijuana and I was able to take it, I would probably try it because theoretically I would think, okay, if I'm able to smoke some weed and I could sleep better, that would probably result into better recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I don't know, but that's just the way my brain is telling me. I don't know if there is much research on that. I would assume not. Um, well, I guess you could kind of compare it to like the benefits, like uh, just like a pure CBD, yeah. because why, that's why a lot of people take pure CBD without the THC is for the same reason, anti-anxiety, and they'll take before bed, you know, for, for sleep as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, it might have very similar effects. Yeah. With CBD too, and with marijuana, like THC, so everybody responds differently and there's different blends and strains of marijuana too. So, it, I mean, it, that all depends. Um, but we did listen to a little bit of like the research and um or or the lack of research basically because there's not specific research being done with marijuana related to fitness and recovery there's just not so you're telling me there's not people like saying hey could (laughs) i smoke some weed and you guys study me yeah not yet (laughs) not yet we're not there yet um but there is like related to fitness and like because he was asking about training slash gains um so a couple of observational studies on marijuana um, says that people who tend to smoke a little bit more have higher visceral fat or visceral adipose tissue. And visceral, like, basically is the fat around your major organs, like your heart, your lungs, like your tummy area. And that fat is um, insulin resistant. So 
insulin resistance, like you don't want that because that's what usually predisposes people to diabetes, type two diabetes. Um, so, I mean, but that's just observational. So, I mean, not specifically related to fitness or training, but with gains. Like, I mean, if you're going to be a higher tendency to have fat around your like belly area, that would be like, right. Like if body shapes, like the apple shape, mm. there's that. Um, yeah, there was oh a little bit more too. like, so with regard to like your metabolism, so marijuana has shown to increase body weight. Like if people are low body weight, um, using marijuana has helped people increase body weight, but there was no change if you were at normal weight or overweight. So, so what you're saying is <laughs> since I'm bulking right now, is that, no, be, is that no, because it'll give you the munchies? No, because you're a normal weight, so it won't work for you. Oh, I'm trying to gain weight mentally. It's for, it's for hard gainers. What if it's like mentally? <laughs> like mentally, I'm a hard gainer. <laughs> It'll give you the munchies. <laughs> I need that, though. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Joseph, you don't need it. I saw you devour a bowl full of chicken before yeah. this <laughs> this podcast. And his tummy's wanna, growling already. <laughs> for those of you in the West Coast, he went to Wobble Grill, got a bowl with... Was there, was there rice in there? There, there was. was. It looked like there was no rice in there. It was just a, like it was I, just like a whole chicken in there. And hella hot sauce. You put like a ton of hot sauce in there. Hot sauce is life. I was impressed. <laughs> I was like, oh, he oh, he really dumped in that whole thing. Yeah, I walked in and I was like, um, y'all, you guys have chicken? They're like, yeah, how much you want? I was like, how much you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pretty much just bought the pan. Nice. <laughs> So is that is that was that all? Is yeah, that that's that's kind of it. So yeah, nothing nothing specific. Um, I, I believe you said that you had a couple clients who yeah, I've I've had uh, clients that do smoke, and they do it for the exact same reason because they feel they sleep better mm-hmm. than when they don't. Again, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if they really <laughs> need it. Maybe we should bring someone else. But, we might be like the wrong group of people to ask for this. I like to take that into consideration too. what other people tell me. Because obviously mm-hmm. first people think of things and then it goes into studying and see if the science is, proves it yeah. right or not. So from what they tell me, it helps them with sleep and they feel more recovered. Mm-hmm. Um, I would see that it might help. Again, I'm not yeah. telling people to go out there and smoke all the plants um, and eat all the vegetables, but <laughs> it might be something that could help someone. And so far we've only really touched on like smoking, mm-hmm. but, um, edibles is a whole new realm. <laughs> so I've never done edibles, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody has. <laughs> um, what do so we have? That. Yeah. So. Not just not a lot of information. It's hard to answer a question yeah. that doesn't have a lot of information behind it. But we have what we have, and we did our best. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have for question number three? So uh, this one is was in our comments also, and this is from Karina Cosina. Karina Cosina. Bart. Um, suggestions on how to incorporate strength training as a runner. She's covering more than 30 miles per week and finding it hard to fit in lifting while also taking time to recover. So I think it's a really good question. Um, And so a couple years back, uh, every year I was training and running a half marathon, like usually around the winter months. And I agree, like if you're running like that many miles per week, it's taking a toll on your body. I think the best approach for that is one to like figure out what your priority is so is your priority going to be training and doing well in this race like or for whatever you're training for or is your priority to just be good at running um for me it was just a one time a year thing and I wanted to do well in the race so my training consisted of mostly running but I would also do like strength training like um to make sure that I wasn't creating like muscle imbalances uh or causing any kind of injuries like from all the repeated running um because running is like front to back like right it's just like you're using a lot of quads um I would focus a lot on like training my hamstrings and getting my hips strong um 
for runners, especially like if you're running like long distance races, like the tendency, I don't know if you guys have ever run like long distance runs, but like your tendency is to round your shoulders forward because fatigue, right? So strengthening like your upper back, like so that your postures, (laughs) everyone straightens up. Yeah. So that your posture is not, um, causing any deviations that's going to cause like trickle down effect for injuries. Um, so yeah, but, but I really think is like finding what your priority is at the time and training for that. Because if you want, you can't do both well. 100%. Yeah. You can't do both at a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think obviously nutrition is going to play the biggest role in that. Cause obviously if you're running so much and you're and that's going to put you at a super deep caloric deficit. And so you want to make sure you're eating enough to sustain the most that you do have and so that's going to be the, a big one as well. So be sure that you're eating enough to sustain those calories that you're burning. And there are options out there like um, there's like um, carbohydrate drinks that you could drink during your during yeah. those long distance runs. There's gummies and like the yeah. gel packs. Uh-huh. And- yeah, so there's definitely different options um, when it comes to that to make sure that you're eating enough and supplementing that, that glucose during those runs. Yeah, this is interesting. I like this. I've had a client who was a runner and for that client running was the priority like he loved running but he also wanted some gains and obviously they're two different energy systems so when you're doing endurance running it's going to be pretty hard to build muscle just because they're different um because again your body is going to adapt to what you're doing the most Mm -hmm. so if you're running the most you're going to adapt to that if you're trying to build muscle you're going to adapt to that um so what i would suggest I, i don't know the details of what was it karina I don't know the details of her training, how how many days she runs, how long she runs per day. I just know it's 30 miles. So it could be if it's five days, I'm just going to say five days and it's six miles. Um, and I don't know how long she's running for. So I don't know all the statistics, but I would say so say you're a runner and your priority is running like that's your first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you want to do your running before if, if you're going to train on the same day, if you're going to lift and run on the same day, I'd recommend doing your running first because that is your priority. Because if you do your training, your strength training, that might hinder how fatigued you are for your running. Mm-hmm. And if it's the other way around, then you want to do your strength training first and then run. Now, if you're going to be doing running on one day and you're able to not do legs that day, that would be best. So if you could run, say, on Monday... Uh, I would give 24 hours at least minimum and then or it would be better do 48 hours, but 24 minimum. And then after it hit legs, because you won't be so fatigued upper body. So you could run early in the day and then later go hit upper body and you won't be affected as much just because it's a different body part. Now, obviously, if you're, you're you were doing cardio like I don't know what kind of cardio is for upper body. I besides that little thingy that you what's it I'm called? Picture, oh, like the rower. Oh, yeah, or the, I'm picturing the rope. like the rope. Yeah. yeah. Like. Okay. So if you're doing that type of cardio, then obviously doing upper body the same day wouldn't be best. But I would say try to separate your running days from your lower body days. Um, the longer you go, so if you could do running in the morning, and then try to do your strength training at night, or if you could only do strength training in the morning and then you're running at night. Just try to have a bigger gap in between. Don't try to do them back to back. That's just, that wouldn't be smart at all. Your yeah. nutrition is going to be key. Um, and that's pretty much what I would recommend. It, yeah. And then I don't know how fast she runs. Right. So you also, if you keep it to like 30 minutes per day and you're trying to build muscle, if that's your goal, then try to keep it at 30 minutes. If you go like an hour, you might be hindered a little bit more and it's not optimal. But again, it just depends what your priority is. So if you don't really care, you're just trying to gain a little bit more muscle and get stronger, then just do your running first. Prioritize that first and try to um, separate your running days from your leg days if possible. Yeah. Yeah. And look at athletes that are doing it as well. Like obviously like David Goggins is a beautiful example he weightless and he's a extreme ultra marathon runner uh cameron haynes is another one like extreme marathon runner he weightlifts and um uh colin congo the uh you know men's physique competitor he does marathons this year he's done actually a few like half marathons so Mm -hmm. that's what he's training for and he's still training as a bodybuilder as well so those are some good examples of people to kind of look into and see how they program their their training to sustain muscle while doing 
um, the most, you know, all these, all these running, uh, yeah. all these runnings <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and doing all this running. Yeah. Cause it's very possible to make muscle and run. It's just, you're going to have to eat a lot more. And you got to plan it. Yeah. You have yeah. to eat a lot more. You have to be smart with your programming. Like try to exactly just try to separate your running days from your leg days if possible. Don't try to do it um, at the same time. Don't try to work out with your weights and then go run. Try to separate your workouts. Yeah. yeah. And, and the I best? would say, oh. so if you had to do like train legs the same day, um, rather than doing like compound movements, I would do, if your focus is running, I would focus on power movement. So plyometrics, like unilateral movements so that you're, you're making sure because running I mean, if you know anything about like distance running too, like, well, and everybody, right? We have a different gait, which gait is basically the way that you step, the way that you walk. Some people supinate, which uh, if you look at the bottom of the shoes, of your shoes, like the outsides of your shoes are worn out. Some people pronate, the inside of your shoes are worn out. So um, that repetitive movement for running can lead to injury if you're not doing things that are going to counteract that. Um, but because running for endurance, you're using a lot of, uh, slow twitch muscle fibers. You can do fast twitch muscle fiber, like exercises, like plyometrics sprints. Um, and I always like compare or picture the, um, comparison where they do like a marathon runner body to a sprinter's body and a sprinter's body has tons of muscle because they're training with power type two muscle fibers. Right. Um, where a marathon runner, they want to be the lightest that they can. Adding muscle isn't going to be beneficial for them. So if you, d- depending again on your priority, but you can do both if you needed to. But otherwise, um, yeah. And then and with posture too, like training, like rotational and anti-rotational moves. Because again, like running, you're crossing your arms sometimes, like when you're fatigued, like in front of your body. So just having a strong core that can keep you upright, that is not going to allow you to, you know, mess with the system, mess with your like running form. Um, yeah. Sorry. And I cut you off. What were you about to say? <laughs> oh, um, I was, Oh, I was going to say, um, and get the nutrition in check. Not only will that help you not lose muscle or, or help you build muscle, but you're also going to notice better performance in both aspects in your weightlifting and in your mm-hmm. running. Cause you're gonna be fueling your body a lot, a lot yeah. better. And what's important, because you mentioned like the gel packs and like the carbohydrates, but also like running, like you're sweating a lot, not only through your like sweat, your skin, but your breath, because you're breathing so much through like cardiovascular exercise. Um, So you want a lot of electrolytes. So a lot of people will have like salt packets or um, like sodium, potassium. They're both going to be really important because you lose both of those through sweat, magnesium and zinc you do too. So Yeah, a lot of those gel packs usually come with electrolytes as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a nice uh, win-win. Yeah, so yeah, that that question's a little difficult to answer because we don't know the details. But Karina, if you're listening, send us the details of your workout, what you do uh, per day, and maybe we could shoot you a little program to follow for weightlifting as well. Nice. What's next? Is there any What's yeah. next, guys? We have one more question. Uh, was this a sticker or a comment? No, it's a comment. Okay, so New Age Athletics asks, <laughs> why is Morgan the GOAT? Greatest bah. of all time. Why are you so cool, Morgan? Uh, I don't think it said that. It said it was, why are you the goat? Well, whatever. Um, (laughs) I am not, but thank you. I appreciate that. That is from Renato, one of my friends and athlete. So that was funny. (laughs) That's not it. You're so humble. Yeah. (laughs) So let's, okay, I can help you answer. So one of the things I've known or I've learned through like doing these podcast things with you guys, right? Like is um, one of the reasons you're the goat is you're a really good listener. I think of all the qualities that you can't tell about a person by looking at them, obviously you're strong, whatever, but you're a really good listener. And we know this because you don't talk a lot on the podcast. We kind of have to force it out of you. We said one of these days, probably soon, maybe next week. I don't know. We're going to do an interview with Morgan, like where you have to talk the whole time. Well, it's not that it's, it's because I don't want to do this that I'm doing now. I don't like to interrupt while someone is talking. 
So well, yeah, I that wait, no, you know, I <laughs> wait, <laughs> but then by the time it's time for me to talk, everything has been said. <laughs> We're going to need to have like some signals or something. Press a button. But um, yeah, so, so that's one thing I've noticed is you're a good listener because, and it's not just like you're quiet because like usually you pay attention to a lot of details and you answer like every detail or like it seems like you put a lot of thought into your responses. Um, anyways, that's one. Go ahead. Just oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, that's what we're doing. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's, like, he's like, I don't know. I don't think he's, he's a good. <laughs> he pulls out his diary. <laughs> it's like, you see my medal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let me get my scroll. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Morgan. Reasons I heart. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I will say I do take pride in being very detailed and listening mm-hmm. to things because, yeah, I think. I don't think that makes me go, but it is definitely a quality I do pride myself in is paying attention to what people have to say so I could better understand what's going on and then kind of look at the little details. Because sometimes people, when they, like, for example, when I'm helping a client, they know the answer. So I just let them talk and I Mm -hmm. listen and I'm like, oh, so what do you think is this? And then I just let them talk. And then I just repeat to them exactly what they say in detail. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. But in my head, I'm like, yeah, you're the one who just told me those things. I mean, I've, that's good I mean, coaching. That's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> but I like you for your work ethic, oh, for your weight oh, training, you because I compare your powerlifting work ethic to my bodybuilding work ethic, and just it's just different sports that we do. That's why when I talk about the Arnold thing, I go, "You're gonna win it," because I see your work ethic, I see the work you put in, I see the way you program everything, and I know you're doing and taking the the necessary steps to be victorious. You're mentally there, you're physically there, and you do every, and everything comes together. All the details. All the details. And your nutrition. And the thing and is, like, physical accolades don't make you great. You know, what you do day to day makes you great. 100% agree. So even though you don't have a first place yet, it's not. I do have one. For, for California. I was going to say first place <laughs> like, in your heart. Like, like, let's don't forget <laughs> that you still, you know, broke a world record. It's not a world record. It's a national record. It's a national record. Let's not forget you broke a national record yeah. for bench press. But you if know. you live in America, that's basically the world. <laughs> so. only, only part that matters. America. <laughs> to our international listeners, I apologize. We're joking. We're joking. Team, team USA. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, thank you guys. We could move past that. Yeah, look at see, yeah. getting see, talk about see the problem. See what happened was Morgan's getting a little depressed, and we decided to have a little, you know, time in this podcast to make him feel good about himself. No, no. I, I don't like talking about myself. I'm this kidding. Is a legit I'm, no. question. I'm totally this kidding. Is, that yeah. was a legit question. Yeah. <laughs> Gassing yeah. them up. Yeah. Getting ready for the Arnold. That's why. Hey. Already hey. two weeks. Two weeks. Certified bun eater. Two Seventy-five weeks. hard. Damn, maybe you wore that on your singlet. Certified bun eater. I eat buns. Gosh. It's just like hands on burger buns. Grabbing them. I have yet to eat a flat bun, though, in this burger challenge. (laughs) 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 I feel attacked. (laughs) I eat them big buns. (laughs) The real buns. Just saying. (laughs) Tiang's at home right now, just shaking her head. I'm talking about hamburgers here, guys. I know. She's she was doing it with me too. <laughs> <laughs> she was eating buns. She was there every step of the way. But she quit. That's so. beautiful. It is what it is. Well, that's it for the questions that we had. We gave everybody one day, so we appreciate these <laughs> questions. <laughs> it was a real quick turnaround. These were pretty good questions. Really these good were questions. Oh wait, yeah. we we skipped one. No, we didn't. Yes, did we, we did. When tracking macros. Do you count carbs, calories oh, from yeah. supplements oh, like vitamins? I, I do not. So, okay, when it comes to supplements, I log some of them, but I use it because I use my fitness pal pretty regularly. So I log them just as a like a oh, checklist. I did it like just to remind myself, like sometimes I forget I'm getting old. So I'll be like, did I take my fish oil? I don't remember. So now I log it. But not for the calories or macros. Fish oil, my fish oil, it's a cod liver fish oil. I think it has 10 calories for the two capsules. That's negligible. Like I'm not because, and I think you mentioned it earlier, like because it's something I do every day. Like it's not, nah. 
No. <laughs> it's it's silly. Um, it's just it's unnecessary for me. Even even when I'm on prep, I don't I don't track that. And I and I take about three to four fish oils a day. Mine are salmon and anchovy based. Uh, wild caught, of course. Cold <laughs> cold water. Morgan cold made water. a uh, face. <laughs> <laughs> it's double sealed to neutralize fishy taste. Yeah. So, so no. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. No, I don't. See, if if there's, I don't track anything that I'm very consistent with. Mm-hmm. So vitamins or small little vegetables that I eat every day, um, the almond milk I put in my coffee, I don't track those things because I do them every day. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be consistent mm-hmm. every day. Now, and it's not a lot of calories. Now, bigger meals or if it was a supplement like a protein shake where it's like a couple hundred calories and mm-hmm. yes yeah. definitely track that yeah. but yeah. little calories here and there that you're going to be taking and you know for sure you're going to be be consistent taking your vitamin every day or is that what he said yeah your vitamin every day yeah. i wouldn't even bother tracking it because it's so minute so it is what it is i can guarantee you if you're gaining weight it's not because you're taking too many vitamins yeah. and fish oils yeah that's a good point that you brought up about the whey protein though because that is a supplement mm-hmm. so I guess like if we had to put like a rule or like a recommendation to it, like anything over maybe like 25 to 50 calories, maybe track it. Um, But anything like so like a protein shake, like Mm -hmm. if I was going to do like a half a scoop of a protein shake, like a whey protein powder, that's like about 50 calories. So I would track that. Um, Yeah, but don't stress yourself out about it. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it's delicious. And it's good for you. (laughs) All right. That's it for the questions. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to just start? You want to close out? Yeah. You want to close out? Yeah. 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 Be sure if you guys are listening on iTunes to give us a five-star rating and an awesome review. We really appreciate it. It's how we get the word out. Um, continue to share the stories and the posts on your guys' social media and and have people tune in and listen to us. We really appreciate it. All, all the word of mouth. And be sure to follow us all on Instagram. The podcast is pr.podcast. Annabelle's Instagram is evolve.annabelle. My Instagram is fit underscore fluential. And Morgan's is morgan.aquino, a.k.a. the goat. Appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and continue to follow us on the Burger Challenge. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Or next episode. Peace. Mm